The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yay! Welcome to the show. So glad you're here. I hope that you are joining us for a reason today, because whatever we're going to talk about today is exactly what you need. So welcome, moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms and a few dads and kids as well. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world. You are responsible for raising up that next generation. The world depends on you for that. Question of the day, is there conflict in your household when it comes to parenting styles? Maybe you and your spouse or even your ex-spouse don't agree on how to parent your kids. Sometimes it's not even your spouse. It's your extended family and they don't understand your child or the way that you're choosing to parent them. Well, we've got some help for these confusing conflicts today. Jamie Kirkbride, our counselor for moms, is in the house. She's going to offer us some peaceful solutions to the parenting divide. So stick around for that coming up next on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.org. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. Uh, Big shout out to every mom out there who works so hard and may feel like nobody appreciates all that she does as she dedicates herself to her children and grandmas too. So, So let me just, you know, give you a shout out today. Also, shout outs. Shout outs. Is that how I say it, Jim? I don't know. He looks confused. A shout out uh, all across the country to our folks who join us from Oklahoma, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska. So glad to have you on board. Little Rock, I I think they're coming back on board. Hopefully they're hearing my voice. Colorado Springs, Idaho, Montana, uh, the folks in Oregon, glad to have them as well. And right here in Denver, Colorado, I think we've been on in Denver for a dozen years. So isn't that cool? And also welcome to our podcast listeners. Our podcast is kind of exploding. What a blessing. It's mostly because we've had really well-loved guests on recently. It's the guests. Oh, it's not me, Jim. It's the guests. Anyway, it's uh, we are on Spotify, 
Apple, Google, Audible, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Soon coming to YouTube. YouTube podcasting is a big deal. We're going to try to put our podcast on there as well. And uh, yeah, we're, it's a lot more people listening these days. And I'm so grateful. Welcome to you as a mama on uh, listening to a podcast. I hope that what we have to say is a blessing to you. All right. Uh, if you love the subject of Bible prophecy, there's a conference coming up featuring some of the most respected teachers and scholars in Bible prophecy today. The theme of the conference is Israel, God's prophetic clock. Since much of the Bible prophecy are, you know, pivots around events concerning the Jewish state, I'm super interested in this topic. I'm like a little bit obsessed with it. So check it out with me. It'll be in Fort Collins this weekend. Now for our podcast listeners, it's already passed. But uh, to purchase tickets, go to Solid Bread. Uh, dot LLC.com, I believe. Solid Bread. It might just be straight LLC. Anyway, SolidBreadLLC.com. And you'll see the link for their 2023 Prophecy Conference right there on their home page. Okay. She is Channel Moms Counselor for Moms, Jamie Kirkbride, a speaker, author, professional counselor, parenting coach, and personality trainer. But more important than all of these professional roles, she's a mom of seven. So she knows what she's talking about. She's been mothering for well over 20 years, and uh, she says she's going to be parenting a child at home for more than 10 more years. Uh, <laughs> so that's a lot. That'll be over 30 years that you will have parented. Congratulations on that. Welcome to Channel Mom, Jamie. Well, thank you. I love being here, Jenny. Well, thank you. I'm glad to hear that. And and you really are our counselor for moms. You come armed as a professional counselor with advice that mamas need to hear. And and today we're going to tackle a really big issue, which I know was on your heart. And it's on my heart because of so many struggling marriages. And and I have so many friends who've either just gone through divorce or considering divorce or are struggling in their marriages. And sometimes it's parenting issues, even when your kids are fully grown. You have differences right. about, about right. it. And you're going you're gonna to tell us what a stressor it is for couples, um, that parenting differences thing. And, and it's what happens when you and your spouse are not on the same page. That's what we're talking about. When you're not on the same page when it comes to parenting or when your family doesn't approve of your parenting choices for a particular child, or maybe they don't even understand the needs of that child. Maybe it's a special needs child or whatever. And, and so you, you're trying to do your best and you've got all this conflict as you're trying to parent. Okay, you know I like to start with a fun audio clip, Jamie, uh, that, kind of, that kind of sets up the, the show uh, and what we're talking about today. So this is our show setup soundbite. So we would love some parenting advice, actually. Um, so I'm a stay-at-home mom to a two-year-old and a five-year-old, two crazy little boys. And, um, and so I am very emotional and loving, and I just want them to, you know, have fun and enjoy life and enjoy childhood while they have it. I'm, a, I'm a more of the rule follower, so I try and set rules. Like, they go outside, then you have shoes on because they stub their toes, and then they get dirt in their stubbed toes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that, those seem kind of like a superficial example. It, by the way, that was on Rachel Ray's show a while back, and they were talking to Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew Pinsky, and asking him the question. And interestingly enough, as he started to counsel this couple, Jamie, he went right down the path that I know you're going to go down, which is well, you got you got to find places that you have 
you know, commonality in so that you can be a unified front and, and find a way to get on the same page, not on every little issue, but a, find a way to get on the same page. And I know you're going to help people with that today. So, but first, why don't you just kind of describe the problem that a lot of moms might be facing today? Because I know because I know you faced it as, yeah. as a mom with with at least one child that has some you know special needs. Um, and and, you know, you've got seven different personalities in that house. And I'm sure your right. husband and you don't agree on every single child no. approach. And so I think a lot of moms are like, but I know what my child needs or I have chosen this parenting style. My husband doesn't agree or my mom doesn't agree or my family doesn't support it or whatever. So so what are a lot of moms facing today when it comes to parenting differences? Believe it or not, it's actually a very common thing that parents struggle to get on the same page. In fact, in my Calm Connection program where I do coaching, it's uh-huh. one of the things we talk about most often. You know, mm. how do we get on the same page? What do we do? We're not agreeing. Or I put in more effort and he's not. Or he takes it more serious and I don't. Or he wants to have more fun, but we've got to get stuff done. And, you know, there's constantly finding balances in parenting. And I think that's why it is such a struggle because we are two individuals that came from very different parenting experiences, very different life experiences, very different family relationships with our family of origin. And yet we come together and we bring all of those differences and our personality differences and try to meld one healthy family. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason that it feels hard. It is hard. It is hard, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of communication. And and let's touch on this quickly before we get to some of your solutions. You also talk about how sometimes your family doesn't support you, like your mother or your stepmother or your father or your sister or somebody is judging the way you're parenting a particular child when you feel like, but I know what this child needs. And and I've definitely talked to friends who, who feel like their family doesn't support their parenting or their husband doesn't support their parenting or they, they've got big differences. So So can you expand a little bit more on what a mom might be facing today? You bet. You know, there's so often when in parenting we feel others are kind of watching from the sidelines and maybe judging or harshly criticizing or offering their unsolicited opinions on what we should be doing. And it increases the stress that so often exists with extended family anyway. And, Um. you know, relationships with family or struggles with families, extended families, tend to be one of the higher stresses on a married couple anyway. So you throw in stresses of extended family as well as parenting, that's two that are in the top 10 stresses on a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always thought it was finances, but I pulled out a little internet survey and and who knows what you can trust on the internet anymore. But (laughs) this is what they said. The biggest factors for getting a divorce. Number one is what you just mentioned, lack of family support. And then number two was infidelity or extramarital affairs. And then there were things like lack of compatibility, intimacy, conflict or arguing. Financial stress was was like sixth on the list, lack of commitment. But then right there at number eight, so in the top 10 was parenting differences. So you're going to address that. I know there are moms, I can think of one mom right now who I won't name, who has talked to me about how she's got a different approach uh, on one or two issues with her husband. And, and I, and, and that can cause like real problems in a marriage. So, so you have a little acronym. You love to come up with your acronyms and they're so helpful for people to remember. Um, and this is about staying on the same page or getting on the same page or finding common ground, whatever it is, when, when a husband and wife disagree or maybe somebody in your family disagrees with how you're parenting. Right. And I was so excited to be able to come up with the acronym PAGE. Yeah. 
because then it will be easy to remember, stay on the same page, get on the same page, we want the same page, and it will help, you know, kind of kickstart your thoughts. And the first one being pursuing balance. I think, you know, just like your example showed at the beginning of the show, you know, everybody wants something different. And oftentimes we come to those discussions being very, very sure of our side of that. You know, this is what I want. He, they have to go outside and play. They have to have fun. Well, but they're going to get dirty, you know. So what you want matters, but sometimes it's in the way we present it with our spouse. And so if we can pursue balance and kind of look around and, and say, okay, you know, does this really need to pre- be presented as a 10, a 10 intensity? You know, you approach a conversation and you want to make sure chores are getting done. Well, if you come to the table and you are so intense and you are so upset the kids' chores aren't being done and your spouse feels that you're a 10 intensity, they're not going to want to join a 10 intensity. They're probably <laughs> going to come at it with about a 2 because they're going to try to bring balance to that conversation. And then when they come at you with a two intensity, that's probably going to make you feel like you need to up your game because they don't get it. So as a a couple, we need to remember that balance matters. And if we can come to these discussions with maybe five, six, sevens, those conversations are going to go much better. So you're saying, and and and, and I think I'm stereotyping women here, but I think men really don't react well when a woman is all revved up and and just like, oh my God, this is exactly, you know, this is what we have to focus on. And if you don't get on, you know, and, and I think, unfortunately, I am stereotyping women a little bit there, but I think that's exactly what makes men recoil. Um, e- even sometimes more than when a man is, is out of 10 and saying, honey, this is really what we have to do. I, maybe women handle that better. I don't know. But I feel like, right, that that is one thing that men really don't respond to too very well when a woman is very excited or concerned or angry or whatever about a particular issue am i right right you know it's it's approaching anything emotionally and granted there is probably male female differences there there's also personality differences there are some personalities that by nature tend to be more emotional yeah they may tend to be more comfortable with anger where their spouse may not be comfortable with anger so if they approach a conversation with anger as the backdrop, their, their spouse is likely not going to match that with more anger. If it's fear, if it's worry, if it's pessimism, you know, whatever it is, it, yeah. it may not just be the emotion. It might be, you know, I'm just so sure about this and I'm not going to flex in my opinion. If we can remember to bring out our flexibility and approach those conversations with the intensity of maybe a six or seven, those are going to go better than when we come on too strong. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, and likewise, when our spouse comes at us with something that feels like it's a 10, if we can kind of up our response to a five or six, it may not make them increase their intensity. Because really, the reason that we increase our intensity is because we want to be understood. And so when we can convey to our spouse, you know what, you've got a point there. You know what, I get that. You know what, I understand what you're saying. They can start backing down from the 10 intensity and join you at a five or six. Yeah, that's good. And and so the, the acronym is PAGE because we're trying to help parents get on the same page when it comes to parenting styles and also maybe with extended family members. So yes. so repeat the P in PAGE. Pursue balance. So pursue balance. So if a mom who is 
quite emotional, like I'm raising my hand, like myself. <laughs> um, we have to, before we, we, we stand on a, a parenting issue or a stand for a parenting style, remember to, to, to bring ourselves down if we're feeling super <laughs> hopped up or intense about a particular issue and say, okay, <laughs> I need to approach this with a little less emotion and, and a little more balance. So, so that is the first, um, pursue balance is the first uh, letter in the acronym page. So what is A in page? Next, align your approach. And I think it's important that we approach this with strengths. We need to understand how our strengths as a couple can really further our cause. And I think sometimes people think that strength is in similarities. And sometimes it is. Sometimes you're like, you know what, we both think the same in this, and then things go better. You know what, we both have the same um, way of solving this. We both have the same way of communicating this. So that's when it works well. But honestly, Jenny, sometimes there can be strengths and differences. And I think this is where we have to open our mind as parents and looking at our spouse as we parent together. Sometimes there's strength and differences because you both bring something different to the table. And if you can both bring it to the table at a five and six, they can work well together and bring balance not just to you as, as parents and your parenting team, but to your family. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, A is aligned strength. And I love that you just said that because you do, you don't have to be responsible for every area. You can say, you know what? My no. husband's really good at that. And my husband is, was an ex athlete, played, you know, was a college football player. And so, and both of our kids were athletes. So I let him manage that more. And, and, and I participated and I would like do little football workouts with my son and volleyball workouts with my daughter, but I was more of a participant. I let my husband right. lead. And because he understood the lessons in sports, he understood the work required in sports and, and that was his strength. So I let him run with it. I, this will come as no surprise. I'm the more verbose one. I'm a little more focused <laughs> on speaking. And so he right. let me handle things like speaking and writing. So, so that is so good. And, and Jamie, I want to say this quickly before you get to the G in page. Um, it is important that we be aligned and, and, and on a unified front so we can tap into each other's strengths. We don't have to have the same strength in everything, right? Um, right. And, and I want you just to speak to this really briefly. I heard Dr. Drew say, if you're not unified, if your kids do see you disagreeing on parenting styles and approaches, the kids will have an opportunity to split you. They'll use it against you. Is that... Right. Is, oh, yeah. I think they can sniff that out like a really good hound. I mean, yeah. they know when there is weakness between the two of you. And they can kind of play on that and cause some real dissension and division. And so when you disagree, and we're going to talk about this down the road just a little bit, it's important that you do it appropriately and away from the kids. So that you can come to that unified front and that that's what the kids can count on. Yeah. That's their consistency. It's stability. You're giving your kids stability, which is which is right. an amazing gift. Okay. We've got about seven minutes left, so we need to get to the G and the E. And then you have a fabulous resource you want to share. So what is the G in page? You bet. Generate options. And I think it's so important that we just come at our differences, come at situations where maybe we feel differently, we think differently, we solve differently, and we need to just brainstorm. Throw the ideas out on the table. There may be poor ones. That's okay. Sort through them and come to ones that you can compromise and agree on. You know what? I think that we could try that out. We could always revisit it, but let's try it out. Or you know what? Let's try it your way for this week, and then maybe we can try it a different way next week. But collaborative problem solving and flexibility are key. 
That, yeah, that's good. So the G, say it again, is? Generate options. Options, options, options. That's good. We're talking about getting on the same page with your parenting styles if you're really at odds with your spouse or your family about how you want to parent your children. Um, and and so G is generate options. And I love that. I mean, as a, for instance, maybe one of you is a, a, a faith-filled person and the other one's not. That happens in families. And so the, the one doesn't want to go to church every week. And you say, okay, well, we'll do it twice a month and then the other two times you can take the kids fishing or whatever it is that that is a compromise and and you don't all have to have it one way right that's right there's so many things in life that we can come to agreement if we're willing to just flex a little bit it doesn't have to be an all or nothing yeah amen okay so the e in page emphasize unity and that's what we were just talking about, you know, communicating appropriately, especially in front of the kids when we disagree. I encourage parents in our coaching program right off the bat to come up with cues or codes that they can use with each other. If they're in the middle of a situation and all of a sudden it's important that they tell their spouse, no, 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 we're headed in the wrong direction or I don't agree with what's happening, come up with a cue. You know, if, if you touch the end of your nose, that your spouse sees that and you two of you can go off and talk in another room about it or you could say um yikes and when you say yikes maybe you you know know that you need to go off and maybe talk through this before you continue in front of the kids it's okay to disagree it's okay to think differently it's okay to have different strategies but in front of our kids it's really important that we come to it together and so if you sense that things are going south Find a way that you can gently say, hey, you know what, let's just go chat about this for a minute and then pick up where we left off. Yeah. And actually, there, and there's not, I was thinking about this sometimes when I don't agree with my husband, if he's saying something or he doesn't agree with me, just silence until it, it's been said uh, sometimes and then you can you can work it out. Now, I think you're trying to say, but, but don't let the, the wrong thing happen in front of the child. I don't know. Sometimes silence is, unless it's something really huge, like, you know, they want to drive off a cliff and, and somebody's right. saying it's okay. Um, but, but I, I think silence and then, and then working it out later is, is a great idea. I, and, and Dr. Drew also said, so you're right in line. You're a professional counselor, oh, just good. like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, this unified front, because it, it, kids feel un, stable if they watch their parents not being on the same page if they watch their parents not being a unified front so it doesn't mean you can never disagree in front of them but you should try to prevent or present a unified front in front of them i know you also want to get to a a new resource that you have so so jamie's been trying to tell you how you can be on the same page as parents even if it's an ex-spouse you want to be on the same page for the sake of your children's stability so she's given you the acronym page so repeat that jamie and then tell folks how they can find your resource You bet. One is pursue balance, then align your approach. Three, generate options, and the last step, emphasize unity. And I would love to share this resource with you because I think that this resource talks about this very thing, getting on the same page, understanding your child's needs. How do you both see their needs the same way? You know, if there were some brief tips on how to do it, what is that? And it generates open communication. So whether it's simply between you and your spouse in your very own home or if it involves the extended family, I'm really excited that this resource can Bring those tips, bring the awareness of some of these special needs issues or mental health issues that we're dealing with. But honestly, Jenny, it works for every child because unity in parenting is that important. Yeah. And so where do they find the resource again? 
You bet. It's going to be on Instagram, and if you just follow the link on Parenting with Personality on Instagram, it will take you right to the resource. Parenting with Personality on Instagram, and we will also try to put it, I'm trying to think, where will I put it? I'll try to put it on our Facebook page, Channel Mom's Facebook page, so you have a link to that free resource. Um, so just go to Channel Mom, and you can find it there, and we'll, we'll also try to provide a link on Insta. Insta is kind of touchy about that, so we could put it in the bio. Um, really, really quick, because I want to say one more thing. We've got two minutes left, so a 30-second answer. I understand that a lot of parents in in the more recent era don't want to see their kids disappointed. It's a real issue for parents. And so that's one way that they have differences. Is that is that true that parents conflict because one parent doesn't want to ever disappoint the child? I think that's true. I think our society has such a hard time saying no to their children right now, yeah. whether it's buying them something, letting them do something, and maybe it's the rules. You know, you feel like you're the only parent saying no, and you don't want to disappoint your kid that they're missing out. And that is a large part of where these struggles start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. So true. Yeah, absolutely. Jamie Kirkbride at parentingwithpersonality.com, correct? Yeah. Um, and wonderful counselor. She's our counselor for moms. She'll be back and we're going to talk about the friendship recession. And so how many of us are having a hard time having friends? We're going to talk about that next time you come on. So thank you, Jamie, for being on Channel Mom today. You bet. Anytime. Take care, Jenny. All right. You too, sweetie. Um, all right, you guys. This is the time of the show I thank you. I also want to, I'm going to tell you more about it next week, but Channel Mom has its first official offices. Next week when we do it, we'll have, Jim's looking for the applause button. <laughs> yes. We have our own offices now. I'll tell you all about it next week. And uh, it's not in our house anymore. So you don't have to come to my house if you want to meet about Channel Mom. Thank you, moms, for all you do. I, you know, I know you don't get thanked sometimes. You People don't appreciate all you're doing, all the sacrifices you make, all the effort and the energy, et cetera, you put into your kids, how exhausted you are sometimes. And yet you're trying to love your kids and help your kids and counsel your kids and bless your kids. So thank for all you do as mamas and grandmas. God bless you. Remember to check us out at ChannelMom.org. Tell people about us. Tell people about the podcast. Share the podcast. And Monday Mom Prayer on Mondays at noon Mountain Time. Facebook Live. You can join us. I'll pray for you. Prayer requests, etc. Anyway, that's what we do. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Channel Mom. If Channel Mom radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click Donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.